We make USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Everybody everywhere. Shalom to you. Come on in, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. We're about a minute or so before 7 o'clock. Just had so many technical and system issues and studio connection issues and everything had to get reset and reset over and over again today. I want to just start a minute early to make sure that we were good. Come on in, everybody everywhere. Let me know where you are watching from again. When you share, people get saved. Guys, to God be the glory. Uh, we are going to reach our goal this year is 2023 decisions of people to give their lives to the Lord. And to God be the glory, we're going to exceed that goal likely into the next week and a half. It's going to be amazing. So to God be the glory for that. Come on in, everybody, everywhere. Speak to me as you come in and let me know where you're watching from on every platform over here on IG. ATL, good to see you. Uh, McDonough, good to see you. That's ATL. Welcome, Southwest Denver, Jacksonville, over there on YouTube, Facebook. Shalom to you, everybody, everywhere. North Carolina, good to see you. Welcome, Aurora. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Where are you watching from? Speak to me as you come in. We gather together every single Monday night to pray for one hour. For one hour. Why do we do that? <clears throat> hey, Chi-Town. Tupelo, Mississippi is in the building. Phoenix City, Alabama. Good to see you. Aurora, Colorado. St. Louis, welcome. We pray for one hour. Why one hour, Bishop? Because the Bible says that in Jesus' most defining moment that he prayed for one hour. This was the defining moment where Jesus was, his flesh was at the weakest. He's known as what's called the Theanthropos. Theanthropos is 100% God, 100% man. So much man you can't believe is God, so much God can't believe is man. And in this moment, the Bible says that he prays three times. Drop a three in the comments. <clears throat> he prays three times, Lord, if it's possible, let this cup pass for me. What was the cup? He was going to have to experience something he had not experienced before. Remember, he's God in the flesh. He was going to have to go through suffering and pain. He was going to go through betrayal. He was going to be beat, his beard ripped out, crown of thorns in his head, nails in his hands, nails in his feet, pierced in his side. He was getting ready to go through immense suffering. And three times he says, Lord, if it's possible, please let this cup pass for me. And the Bible says um, that he had Peter, James, and John that were with them, and they kept falling asleep. And he said, could you not pray with me for what? For one hour. Here's the beauty of this one hour. <clears throat> In Jesus' weakest moment, when the Bible says he begins to have great drops of blood that he begins to sweat. It's a medical condition known as hemotidrosis. It's when the capillaries and, and, and veins and vessels begin to burst so much so that when sweat runs out, so does blood. Everybody listen carefully. The Bible says that at the end of the third time he prayed that, that an angel came and strengthened him, which means prayer. Watch me. Prayer isn't just us asking for strength. Prayer is how we get strength. For those of you that need some strength in your life right now, you need God to give you the ability to carry some things that are heavy, the, the ability to deal with some things that are pressure, the ability to see your way through some things. If you need some strength, drop that strength emoji in the comments. If you don't know how to find that emoji, just type strength in the comments. Prayer isn't just to get strength. Prayer is how I get strength. 
I'm going to say it again because y'all missed it. Prayer isn't just <clears throat> to get strength. Prayer is how I get strength. The Bible says that when Jesus had prayed that after the third time that an angel came and strengthened him. When the angel came, when Jesus made this declaration, Mike, he made this declaration, Julia, when Jesus said, Father, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. What happened in prayer? In prayer, as Jesus was persistent, something shifted in him that made him say, if this is the only way to go through this, I'm going to go through it and I need you to get me through it. And this is the only way that I'm able to deal with that, that I need you to give me what I need to be able to deal with that. And for some of you tonight, there's going to be a shift. Watch me in you. You're going to change how you see it. You're going to change how you view it. You're going to change how you talk about it. You're going to change the way it sounds to you. You're going to change your desire. You're going to change your confession. There's going to be a shift in you tonight. If you need something to shift or change in you tonight, then you release that in the comments. Release that word shift. Now, listen, two things while we're praying tonight that I'm going to have you do a lot of. Number one, I'm going to have you to say a whole lot. Prayer is not silent, all right? Um, and I know what somebody's going to say, Bishop, what about Hannah? The Bible says that she prayed. Listen, read your Bible. The Bible says that she prayed or she said it to herself, which means she still spoke it. She still said it. There is no such thing as silent prayer. You have to open your mouth and release it. Why? We are in the image and the likeness of God. And what is God? He is a speaking spirit. Everything that God created, everything that God did, <clears throat> he spoke it first. So you're going to have to speak it. Number two, I'm going to have you to type a lot in the comments. Why? Wow. The Bible says in Matthew that where two or three touch or, or agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. That's Matthew 18 and 19, which means... When we, um, the way that we agree digitally, <clears throat> you got to drop that in the comments. When you drop that in the comments, that's our digital agreement. And that's going to be what makes sure that whatever we pray about, the answer is yes and amen. The Bible says that the effective, fervent prayers are the righteous, they avail of much. We're going to get some things done tonight. Can you release your faith of mine tonight? I'm expecting something to shift in me tonight. I'm expecting to not just pray for strength, but prayer is how I'm going to get strength tonight. I'm expecting a miracle in my mind tonight. I'm expecting something to change tonight. Come on, release your faith with that word tonight. All right, do me a favor. Every platform, wherever you're on, can I get you to like the video? Tell me where you're watching from <clears throat> and share. When you share, people get saved. When you share, people get saved. As I said to you, we are knocking and actually we're at 19. I believe the number as of yesterday was 1911 um, of the decisions, 1,911 people. Can y'all give God praise for that? Of people who have given their lives to the Lord. Y'all, that's amazing. <clears throat> that is absolutely amazing. And by no means are we done, by no means uh, uh, that we've arrived or anything like that. There's so many more people that need to be reached, but we know how to shout and celebrate the fact now, we set a goal this year of 2,023 people coming to the Lord and to God be the glory. Uh, we're going to meet and beat that goal and we're only in the seventh month. <clears throat> I want to pray that over you. I want to pray that whatever goals you've set where you said, I'll get it done by the end of the year or I'll get it done in five years or I'll get it done when I turn 30, 40, 50, whatever. I want to pray that you exceed your goals, that you get it done much more quickly than you anticipated and expected. Let me pray that over you. Father, I remember every person watching right now across every platform, every person listening on the replay, every person watching the replay, I pray that they would exceed their goals. I pray that whatever timeline they've set, 
whatever plan they've laid out, that they would exceed it, God, that you are the God of Ephesians 3.20. You're the God that does exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask. That means to pray, think. That means to dream, to ideate, to create, to think about. I pray, God, <clears throat> that you would exceed their expectations this year. If they said it was going to take to the end of the year, God, I pray that they'd see it done, Father, before the end of the third quarter. If they said it's going to take 12 months, I pray you cut that time in half. Let it be six months. If they planned on five years, God, let it be one year. Father, exceed their expectations. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name we pray. If you agree with what I just prayed over you, would you just put a yes, Lord, in the comments to let God know that you agree with that? Let you agree with that. Remember, Mike, Matthew 18, 19, wherever two, touch, uh, two or three touch agreement on anything, it shall be done for them. Listen, <clears throat> we're going to get into prayer in just a moment. Just a couple other preliminaries. One, if you don't have our app, I want to make sure you get our app. Text Harvest to 55498 to get that app. In that app, there's music. There's messages. There's so much more <clears throat> that's available to you. I keep doing this because, y'all, when I broke fast, uh, you know, we fasted today until six. When I broke fast, I had a bunch of dairy. Do you hear me? And uh, and so that's just, just that's just what that is. I feel wonderful. I feel good. So you say, well, say Bishop, okay, Bishop, okay. I already know I'm going to get the DMs and all of that. But am I okay? Yes, I'm good. That's what happens when you eat as much cheese as I did after a fast. Listen. <laughs> Text Harvest to 55498 and uh, get our app and you'll be able to stay connected. There's messages in there, music. Every time we go live, you'll get the notifications. Everything you need, uh, you will be able to access that. All right. Um, can I get somebody to type that over here at Instagram so I can pin that over here too? Let me tell you something. Don't y'all judge me. But first of all, how many of y'all fasted today? You fasted today until six o'clock. You fasted today until six o'clock. Um, um, we, we were fasting in the middle of the year for two reasons. One, the second half of this year is going to be better than the first half of this year. So in fact, it's going to be your best half ever, your best half ever. And let me pray that for you too. Father, I pray that the second half of this year is not just the best half of this year, but it's the best half of their life ever. Father, exceed all of their expectations in this second half. Let money not be an issue in this second half. Let faith not be an issue in this second half. Let resources not be an issue in this second half. I pray that this second half, Father, that it would blow their minds. Let it be something that makes us say, this is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Okay? So number one, this is why we started the fast that way, or at the beginning of the, the you know, in the summertime, as you get ready for the second half of the year. The other reason is because Mark 9, 29 says, some things only come through prayer and fasting together. See, some things you're praying about, and it's like just you got like one fist that you're punching, right? Um, but when you put prayer and fasting together, when you combine the two, you get a, a double. You got a combination. Think of it like a, ro a, a, a robo or an or, where you've got one or where you're going. If you're only using one, there's some things where you're going to just go in circles. But when you combine prayer and fasting together, what are you doing? You are going forward. You are going forward, right? So that's why we're praying. That's why we're fasting. I've got tons of teachings on fasting and all that. You can get in our app. You can get in our website. But uh, I just wanted to make sure that you knew about that. And uh, today, if you did not fast, I see. I saw a couple of comments where some people said that they missed um, the fast today. Great. Fast them all. Um, just because you missed it or you forgot or you, you know, it slipped your mind. You can still fast tomorrow. Hear me. There's certain things 
that are not going to happen for you until you combine fasting and prayer together. There's certain revelation you're not going to get until you combine prayer and fasting together. There are certain breakthroughs in your business that you are not going to see until you combine prayer and fasting together. There are certain breakthroughs in your family that you are not going to see manifest until you combine prayer and fasting together. You ready for this? There are certain breakthroughs in the way you think that you are not going to see manifest until you combine prayer and fasting together. So you got to put both of those things together. That's what Jesus said. And Jesus' disciples, and we're getting ready to go into prayer. Jesus' disciples were trying to cast out um, this particular spirit, and they couldn't do it. And so the father of this child goes over to Jesus and said, I went to your people, but your people cannot do it. I need you to do it. And guess what happened? Uh, Jesus deals with it. Uh, he rebukes them all. He says, you have little faith. He rebukes them all. And then he says, this kind only comes out with prayer and fasting. What is this kind referred to? This kind refers to difficult, challenging, overwhelming um, things that have been there for years. The Bible says that that little boy had been like that since childhood, which means this thing was baked into him. And for some of you, there's certain things you're like, God, change it, God, change it. And God is like, this is going to require prayer and fasting. Look at me. Not because it's going to change God. Fasting doesn't change God. Fasting changes you. When you fast, can I give you a couple of quick pieces of revelation about fasting? In the Bible, it's referred to as the afflicting of your soul. The afflicting of your soul. That's the phrase for fasting in some places in the scripture. When you fast, your soul is your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. Mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. When you deprive your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions of what you normally eat, a lot of what we eat, it anesthetizes us. It's like anesthesia. A lot of what we eat, many people, and you can be super skinny and this still apply to you, many people are emotional eaters. So we eat to cope. We don't eat to live. Did you hear what I just said? We eat to cope. We don't eat to live. So when you deprive your body of the things that you would normally eat, when you deprive your body of the things that you would normally have, all of a sudden, that afflicting of your soul, your mind, thought, your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions, what it does is it opens you up. And watch me, it's going to reveal to you what's, what, what your attitude is. How many of you were fasting uh, over these last four days that we fasted, um, two in June, two in July? How many of you, you saw some things about yourself that were eye-opening to you? Wave at me. I did. How many of you realize that maybe you're not as patient as you thought you were? Wave at me. I did. How many of you, you recognize during this time of fasting uh, that you, you, there were some things you thought you conquered that you needed to actually go back and say, I need to deal with this. I did. How many of you got great revelation about yourself? See, you see what's happening? Fasting shows you you. It's not that it changes God, it shows you you. And so what fasting does, it, get, it gets you out of the way. It gets you out of the way. All right, so tons of teachings on fasting. You can go get it in our app or our website. Let that speak life into your life. If you don't have that app, get the app. Did, somebody, did I pin it over here? I need somebody to type it over here for me. I don't think I pinned it over here. Text Harvest to 55498 so I can pin it over there. Let's go in. Father, we honor you and we bless you, sir. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for your greatness. You are a great God. God means source. So we tell you today, God, that you are our source. Um, everything else is a resource. You are our source. We thank you for being the source of our joy, the source of our 
happiness, the source of our peace, the source of everything that we have, Father, it comes from you. And we thank you for it. We thank you that you are faithful to us. You have been consistent with us. You have been reliable for us. You have never let us down. You've never dropped us. You've never abandoned us. You've never forsaken us. You've never thrown us away. And we say thank you for that tonight. In the name of Jesus, we have the privilege of being able to pray tonight, God. And so we thank you for that. Prayer is a privilege. It's not a right. Prayer is something that we get to do, and it's not something that we have to do. So tonight, God, we don't come before you uh, in a posture where we are doing a, you a favor. No, we thank you that we have the privilege to be able to approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor in our time of need. So we're bold tonight as we pray. Why? Because your word says in 1 John chapter 1 that if we confess our sin, you are faithful and you are just to forgive us. Sin are the things that we do that are wrong, but what makes them wrong is because of the damage that they do to us. You're not trying to deprive us of anything. In fact, your word says that no good thing, no good thing would you withhold. No good thing would you withhold from us, which means anything that is withheld, it means it's not good. That's Psalm 84 and 11. You're not trying to deprive us of life. You're not trying to deprive us of honor or, excuse me, of, 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 of a fun time. You're not trying to deprive us of something good. You are simply our father, and every father is a protector. Every father is a covering that makes sure that his children are protected. And for that, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you forgive us for our sin, where we've made mistakes, where we've done wrong, where we've not went the right direction, where we've not done what we were supposed to do, where we literally mistake, we miss the mark. We looked at it one way and we mistook it. It was a mistake. We ask for your forgiveness tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, tonight, not only for forgiving us for sin, but we thank you for forgiving us, God, for iniquity. That's generational sin that's been passed down and around. Forgive us for not being the curse breakers when that's who you created us to be. Forgive us for passing down a sin and transgression instead of being the end of it, God. But we seek that we're the curse breakers and you forgive us for our iniquity. And finally, Father, we ask that you forgive us for our transgression. That is where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. We ask for your forgiveness for that tonight. In the name of Jesus, we are totally forgiven and totally covered by your blood. What does that mean? Your word says in Hebrews that the blood is an instrument of redemption. So any place where your blood was shed, it is redeemed or it is bought or it is paid for something. Your blood has bought us. You shed your blood in several places on your journey to Calvary. You shed your blood, uh, number one, as, in, uh, as a child when they uh, circumcised you. That was buying us into the Abrahamic covenant, which means the promises made to Abraham in Genesis 12, those same promises apply to us. You told Abraham, you will bless those that bless him. You will curse those that curse him. And in him, all the families of the earth will be blessed. And he will be blessed to be a blessing. That applies to us. Come on, drop your initials on the screen. That applies to you. Everything God promised Abraham because Jesus was circumcised as a child. He bought us into the covenant. Then his blood was shed in the garden of Gethsemane. Gethsemane means pressing and blessing simultaneously, which means the thing that is pressing us, God, is also the thing that is blessing us. Don't let us abort the press so we never get the bless. Don't let us abort the pressing so we never get the blessing. It was in Gethsemane that you shed your blood, Father, and you those droplets of blood 
and they hit the garden that is undoing what Adam did. Adam gave up his authority in the garden. You gave us our authority back in a garden, and we thank you for that. So we can be bold. We have authority in the earth. Genesis 1:26. Let us make man in our own image and let them have dominion over the earth. God, we run the show down here. What we speak is what we see. What we declare and what we decree is what we see manifest, God. You gave us authority in the earth. And I pray that tonight, God, we would begin to awaken to the authority that we already have. We are not victims. We have authority. We are not less than we have authority. We are not uh, uh, some sinner saved by grace. No, we are the righteousness of God. We have authority. We were sinners, but now we're saved by grace. We are the sons and the daughters of the Most High God. And I pray that we would walk in authority. Can you release that in the comments? I have authority. We have authority over sickness. Why? It's in the earth. We have authority uh, over money. Why? It's in the earth. We have authority over anything, Father, that Genesis 1.26 gives us authority over. Because when you shed your blood in the garden, you were buying back the authority that Adam gave up in the garden. They pierced your hands so that anything we touch, God, you were buying the ability that what we touch, it would prosper and do well. So we declare, God, that our hands are anointed. Our hands are anointed, which means if we touch it, it's got to work. If we touch it, it's got to prosper. If we touch it, it has to increase. If we touch it, it has to work. If we touch it, we have to see results. Wow, you've already paid for it. So we say our hands are anointed. They pierce you in your feet and blood ran out and down your feet, which means wherever we would place the soles of our feet, we would have authority. We would have ownership. This is why you told Joshua, Joshua, wherever the soles of your foot so tread, I have given it to you, which means, God, any place we place our feet, that has been given to us, and we have authority. This explains why there are certain steps in life that we did not understand, but you needed us to put our foot on it. You needed us to put our foot on it, God, so that when we put our foot on it, we were activating the authority. We were activating what you paid for. We were activating what you've already sacrificed for. This explains why we had to go walk certain places, why we had to go in certain homes, why we had to go to certain cities, why we had to go to certain buildings, why we had to go to certain people, why you had to go to certain schools. Any place we've placed our feet, you have bought it for us. And wherever the soles of our feet shall tread, you have given it to us in Jesus' name. Father, then they put the, uh, uh, they beat you on your back to where literally flesh was ripped out, 39 stripes on your back. And your word says that with your stripes, we are healed. And that's not just physical healing. We are healed from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet. We are 100% healthy. We are 100% healed. We reject sickness. Come on, say, I reject sickness. We reject illness. We reject any type of malfunction or dysfunction of any kind in our bodies. It does not belong to us because you paid for it. You paid for it so that we would not have to die from it. You paid for it so that we would not have to live in it. We reject it, we rebuke it, and we renounce it. Reject means you can't come here. Rebuke means stay away from here. Renounce means I gave you permission, but now I'm taking it back. Father, we cancel any time that we ever agreed with any type of physical sickness. We cancel any time that we ever agreed with any type of negative diagnosis. We cancel any time that we maybe said, I have this, I have that, I have this. No, what we have is 100% healthy, 
and 100% heal. I hear the Lord saying that for many of you in this second half, there have been things you have just decided that, well, this is just what I have. And the Lord says, the moment you begin to reject it, watch me, your body's going to reject it too. The moment you begin to reject that sickness, your body is going to reject it too. The morning, the moment you begin to reject that sickness, your body is going to begin to reject it too. The moment you begin to reject it, your body's going to begin to reject it. Well, they said, my mama, I don't care what they said your mama had. You're not your mama. Well, they said, this is what I got. I don't care what they said. You have to say, I reject that. I am 100% healthy. I am 100% healed. Why? He paid the price for it when he took those stripes on his back. But then, Father, not just physical healing. You also paid the price, God. So that we would also have healing in the realm of our spirit and our soul. Our spirit is our subconscious mind. Father, let our spirits be healed. Which means wherever there's been spiritual trauma, subconscious trauma, uh, we get to keep 100% of the, watch this, of the bad thought processes that we fight for. Listen to what I said. We get to keep, watch the word, 100% of the bad thought processes that we fight for. Where do those exist? In our spirit. We pray that you heal our spirit tonight, God. Let our spirits be healed so that all of the subconscious thought processes and thought patterns and ideologies and ideations and all of these things that have existed in our subconscious, which is our spirit, God, we pray that you heal that. Heal us from thinking that we have to settle. Mm. Heal us from thinking that we have to struggle. Heal us from thinking that we have to always fight to get everything. Heal us from thinking that everybody's out to get us. Heal us from thinking that people are going to reject us and abandon us. Heal our spirits in the name of Jesus. And Father, let's push it further. Heal our soul. That's our conscious mind our thoughts, our will, and our emotions. We pray that you would heal our emotions, God, that you would heal our conscious mind, that you would heal our thoughts, and you would heal our will, God. For many, our will has been broken. Disappointment has broken down the will of many. But I hear you loud and clear saying, God, that our will is going to return, and our will is going to return in alignment with your will. We say that your will be done in our lives as it is on earth, as it is in heaven, let it be done so in the earth. The word earth there is G-E in Greek, which means in our lives. Let your will be done in our lives as it is in heaven. What you have done in heaven is a complete and a finished work. Therefore, we will walk in the completed and the finished work in our lives. Father, they then pierced you in your side. This was the coup de grace. This is what actually made you stop breathing because they pierced your heart. And when they pierced your heart, you began to bleed internally, which means, God, anything that has been internally confusing us, internally stressing us, internally wearing us out, internally robbing us of sleep, internally keeping us from being what you ordained, low self-esteem. Uh, or, or negative uh, uh, self-view, anything internally, you paid the price for that. You bled internally so that anything that would happen in us, it was covered. So we declare that we are covered under the blood. Please type that I'm covered. We are covered under the blood. And as Hebrews says, wherever the blood was shed, it's an instrument of redemption. 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 It's by something for us. We declare that the blood is pled and shed over our lives. 
We pleaded over everything connected to us. We pleaded over ourselves because it's already been said. It doesn't have to be reapplied. It doesn't have to be reshared. We just acknowledge what you've already done and we walk in it. And Jesus saying, we pray. Come on, y'all, let's come up for breath. Release a hallelujah in the comments right there. My God, I feel like praying tonight. Thank you, Jesus. We are covered. You're covered, watch me, and paid for. Paid in full. Paid in full, paid in full, paid in full, paid in full. Do me a favor, whatever platform you're on, as you're coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share if you haven't already done that. When you share, people get saved. As of right now, we're 1,911 decisions of people who have given their lives to the Lord so far this year. Uh, before July is over, we're going to exceed our goal of 2023. Here's what's awesome about that, Ray. It's not just the number. Those are people. Those are lives that matter to God and they matter to us. And I'm going to pray that God give you a hunger and a passion uh, to see people come to the Lord. The Bible says, he who wins soul, souls is wise. He that wins souls is wise. It's Proverbs 11 and 30. Now, there's, there's a double, double revelation here. Um, it teaches that to win souls or to see people come to the Lord you ready? <clears throat> it requires wisdom. Wisdom is the appropriate application of knowledge. I pray, God, that our wisdom, you said if anyone lacks wisdom, let them ask you, and you will give liberally. That means you're going to give a lot. You're not going to hold back. God, you don't hold back. You do not hold back. You do not hold back. So we ask you for wisdom and everything that we do. Let us not just have knowledge. Let us have wisdom. Knowledge is the what? Wisdom is the why. Knowledge is the thing to do, but wisdom is why to do the thing to do. So that way, if I ever need to modify the thing that I'm doing, I'll know how to modify it. We pray that we have wisdom. And I pray, God, when we have wisdom that exceeds even our experience. Come on, y'all, let's pray. I pray that we have wisdom that exceeds our age. I pray that we have the wisdom of generations. I pray that we have the wisdom of, 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 uh, of like a dynasty. The wisdom of dynasty, how you see certain wealthy families, they pass it down, pass it down, pass it down, pass it down. I pray that we have the wisdom of dynasties in the name of Jesus. And we get our wisdom from you, God, which means we don't just have wisdom. We have divine wisdom, which means you will give us things that only heaven can think of. You will give us things that only heaven could come up with. You will give us ways to get it done that only heaven could make happen. And we thank you. We have divine wisdom in Jesus' name. I want you to speak this over yourself. I'm wise. Say it. I'm wise. I'm wise. I heard the Lord loud and clear. He said, you have to stop self-deprecating. You have to stop talking down on you. Wave at me if sometimes you talk down on yourself. You talk down on yourself. Oh, I'm, and I'm not even going to do it. Oh, I'm blank, and that's a negative blank. I always do blank, and that's a negative thing. Wait for me if you've done that. I heard the Lord loud and clear, it was like he was just hollering. He said, tell them to stop talking down about themselves because everything you say about yourself, that's what you're going to see in yourself. So you literally are going to create this, this, this echo chamber. You're going to speak it, that's what you're going to see. You're going to see it, that's what you're going to speak. So then it becomes this repeating negative cycle. I heard the Lord say, stop talking crazy to you. You already have the enemy. So don't be an additional enemy. Uh, uh, let your enemy become an additional enemy. Let's push. Proverbs 1130. Who that wins souls is wise. So to win people to the Lord, it requires wisdom. 
But then there's a, another level of revelation that if you use your life to see people come to the Lord, it's proof that you are wisdom, excuse me, proof that you are wise. So I want to pray that you have a passion to see people come to the Lord. Um, this is why we share online. This is why I tell you to invite people. Why? Because there's a level of wisdom that when you want to see people come to the Lord, there's a level of wisdom attached to that. There's a level of wisdom attached to that. Father, I pray that we have a passion to see people come to you. Let it be not just a celebration where we see the numbers increase, God, but let us be part of seeing the numbers increase. Come on, y'all. Let us be the ones that are sharing. Let us be the ones that are tagging. Let us be the ones that are sending. Let us be the ones that are giving the invite cards. Let us be the ones that have a passion to see people come to you. It's a proof. It's proof that we are wise because you said he that wins souls is wise. I pray, Lord, that it would be something that we love to see happen, that we would not be like many American Christians where it's us for and no more, where we want to build these little gated communities where nobody can get in. No, we declare that the doors of the church are open. Come on, y'all pray with me. Every race, every background, <clears throat> yes, it's recorded, every race, every background, uh, every ideology, every situation, everybody is included. Nobody is excluded. The kingdom of heaven is not a gated community. In fact, the Bible says that you would build your church in the gates of hell. This means the only thing gated is hell. The gates of hell would not prevail against it. Father, we declare that you would use our lives for people to come to you. Father, and that you would do the changing. Forgive us, God, for whenever, y'all ready? Let's press, let's press, let's press. Forgive us for when we've been judgmental towards people. Forgive us for when we have browbeat people. Forgive us for when we have used our closeness to you against people who are far from you. Let us have compassion on those that do not know you. Let us walk in such a way, uh, Father, that we're not perfect, nor are we sinless. We just sin less, but we're not sinless. Let us, God, be those that go and compel them to come. You said all things are now ready. Now go compel them to come. Go compel them to come. Go compel them to come. That's Luke 14, 23. I pray that we would do exactly what that scripture says. At the store, we compel people to come. At our jobs, we compel people to come. And in recreation, we compel people to come. Wherever we go, we are the church, the ecclesia. We're called out people. Wherever we are, let us go get some other people and call them out and call them to you. And you said, Lord, in your word that it's the, uh, it's the goodness of God that brings men into repentance. It is not judging people and condemning people and sending them to hell. No, we need to work, work our own salvation out. Father, but let us present your goodness and let that be what draws people unto you. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Now, let's do it. Let's put it. Let's get spiritual. Drop the initials right now in the comments. You can even tag them if you want to of some people that you know that do not know the Lord or some people that you know that are far from the Lord. And if you want to tag them, this is going to be great because they're going to get the tag and be like, what are y'all doing? We're going to believe that they're going to be saved and serving the Lord before the end of this year. We're going to believe, Pastor Liam, that they're going to be saved and serving the Lord before the end of this year. So, Father, I cover every set of initials. I cover every single person. That's been tagged right now. And I pray, God, that you would draw them unto you. Your word says that no man comes to the Lord except the spirit 
draw him. No man comes to the Lord except the Spirit draw him. So I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would do what you do. That's John 6, 44. I pray that you would do what you do and you would draw people unto yourself, God. You would draw every race, draw every background, draw out of whatever they need to be drawn out of. Draw out of secular humanism, draw out of Islam, draw out of Judaism, draw uh, out of whatever belief pattern and system that they have attached themselves to. Draw out of atheism, draw out of agnosticism. Here it is. Draw out of the blah, where people just say, I believe, but I don't act on my belief. I believe, but I don't believe in church. I believe that this, I believe but that. Father, draw out of Jesus plus something. We have a whole world full of people that now some are saying, and I believe in Jesus, but also this. No, it is just the Lord. Jesus may use anything, but he doesn't need anything. He may use therapy, but it ain't Jesus plus therapy. He may use a, a doctor, but it ain't Jesus plus a doctor. He may use, I've heard people say it is coffee, but it's not Jesus plus no coffee. Listen, Father, I pray that we would come to worship you, the one true living God. The word says in Deuteronomy, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. And I pray, God, that you would draw people, however, and out of whatever, you need to draw them out of to get them to you. In the name of Jesus, if it's a negative relationship, draw them out of it. If it's drugs, draw them out of it. If it's the bars, draw them out of it. If it's the clubs, draw them out of it. If it's addiction, draw them out of it. If it's porn, draw them out of it. If it's, I even hear this loud and clear. If it is, if it is them selling their bodies, draw them out of it. Draw them out of it from the name of Jesus. If it is a hardened heart, if it's a hardened heart, draw them out of it in the name of Jesus and draw them unto you, Lord. Our job is to point to you. We are ushers. Our job is to get them to you. Our job is to usher them to you. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Can I get you to just put an amen right there? Y'all got these initials flowing here tonight. And we're going to follow our declaration over every set of initials. Once again, God, and every name and every tag is that they are saved and serving this year. Before this year ends, our prayer is that they are saved and serving this year before this year ends. In Jesus' name we pray. Can I get you to drop an amen right there? What does amen mean, y'all? It means I agree. What does Selah mean? S-E-L-A-H. That's another way you can hear prayer too. It just means God, you said it. I believe it. That settles it. All right? Um, you cannot stop praying for people to come to the Lord. You can't. Don't be that type of Christian. It's like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Okay, well, but why, listen, what was the purpose of saving you if all you're going to do is be good? You're going to have to do your part to see people come to the Lord. Because I've been praying for them. It seems like the more I pray for them, the worse they get. Can I be honest with you? Let me help you understand this. Uh, we were Yesterday, we did a master class about how to eat right for your body type. And I was talking about uh, even my fitness journey. I've lost now 120 pounds. Now, you wouldn't have known it when I broke fast today and I ate that pizza today. Uh, and I don't want no judgment. Don't you come for me in these comments. I sure did. I ate that whole pizza. Ex well, no, except two pieces. But I took the top of job. Listen, <laughs> you wouldn't have known it. But uh, but listen, that's okay. I'm about to go. Love you. Uh, I'm about to I'm about to go exercise. So I'll probably burn it all off. Literally, I'll probably burn all 2,600 calories off in the next couple hours. But anyway, listen, um, when I first started losing weight, um, I, my body 
the first thing your body sometimes does is it, it's part of what's called caveman syndrome. So what your body will do, the sun, is that it will actually begin to retain weight because your body thinks you're going to starve it. And so it's just some antiquated ancient DNA. It's some, oh, I love pizzas. You already know it. It's just some antiquated, it's really the cheese and the bread that I love. Let me be more specific. I love cheese and bread. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's really that. So in that, the first few days when you're sometimes losing weight, what ends up happening? Your body will retain it. In other words, once you start doing right, you get what looks like the wrong results. I'm going to back it up and say it again because I need y'all not to miss it. Once you start doing right, once you start doing right, it actually, listen, it actually will look like you're getting the wrong results. I'm going to say it a third time. Once you start doing right, it actually starts looking like you're getting the wrong results. And you got to wait several days and then all of a sudden it breaks. Can I encourage somebody on here tonight? Not just for the family members or the friends or the whoever you've been praying for to get saved. And you said, the more I pray for them, the worse they get. But can I even encourage you with this? When you finally start doing right, it's going to look like things are going in the wrong direction. You got to hear me. Once you finally start doing right, it's going to look like things are going in the wrong direction. But hear me. Everything is going in the right direction. Father, I pray that we would not abort the mission because it feels like it's going in the wrong direction. That's the way it works. That's the process. Once we start doing right, Legina, things look like they're going wrong. But we will not abort because if we stay the course, if we remain consistent, if we remain persistent, it's going to change and shift in our favor. In Jesus' name we pray. Who needed that right there? Some of y'all are like, yeah, I don't think it's going right because the moment I thought it's going right, things go wrong. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Um, and that's not just, look, you can look at losing weight. You can look at most anything. When you first start doing it correctly, um, it, it can sometimes look like you're getting the wrong results. I remember when I first, I'll just use fitness because that's easy because we're talking about that. When I first got into the gym, I, I did not want to go to the gym. I had to pray and ask the Lord to give me a passion to go to the gym. Now I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm not, they call them gym rants. I'm not that. I'm just consistent. Um, I'm consistent. I get in, I get out. You know, some people go in the gym, they want to talk and sit around and have, I ain't trying to do all that. I mean, then they give you what I'm trying to do and get out. Um, but when I first started doing that, I was like, these are, what's going on? This is, these are not the results I was anticipating. This is not it. Which, which brings me to this next part of what we're going to pray for. Your prayers are working. Your prayers are working, even if it feels like they're not. Yesterday's message was called prayer is a factory. Um, your prayer is the announcement of the end result. It's the announcement of the end result. After you pray, God then sends your prayers through the factory to produce what you prayed for. And I need you to hear me. When the factory process starts, it seems like nothing has anything to do with what I pray for. Like, what is this? God, what is that? What is this? If you missed yesterday's message, you have to go watch it. The 915 and the 1115, both of them totally different. They went two totally different directions. You have to watch both of them or listen to the podcast for both of them from yesterday. 
Your prayer is a factory. It's a factory. All you did was announce the end result. And I want to cover that in prayer because the scripture says this. The scripture says, First um, John 5, 14, if we ask anything according to his will, which is his word, he hears us. So when we pray, we always attach the word to it, the Bible, scripture. You all notice that? Wait a minute, if you notice that. When I pray, when I pray, I don't just start spitting, Lord, give us strength like Superman. That is not Bible. That is not Bible. And I don't want no laser beams coming out of my eyes. That is not Bible. Uh, Lord, uh, let, let me, let me mm -mm. no, we attach scripture to it. We attach Bible to it because the Bible says we have to pray according to his will, which is found in his word. Okay. Now pay attention to this. I pray that tonight, wherever you have a request that you do not have a word for, that you do not have a scripture for, that God would give you the scripture to attach to your request. Your request is not going to be heard if it does not have word. You said again, your request is not going to be heard if it doesn't have word. It's tantamount to you going before a court and saying to the court and saying to the court uh, and saying to the court, I said, uh, I needed this. You need, come on, praise God for that. I didn't see all of it, but it said, I saw the part where you said you needed this word. Listen to me carefully. Um, it's like going to a court and saying to the court, court, we want to file a motion. Well, what's the motion? We want to file a motion for, I don't like the way she'd be looking at me. Okay, do you have a law that goes along with that? that do you have a statute is what they're called at the, at the state level? Um, do you have a statute for that? Uh, no, but I just feel like she shouldn't be looking at me like that. You know what the court's going to do? The court's going to dismiss your claim. Everybody listen to me. Could it be that some of your prayers have been dismissed because they did not have word attached to them? Oh, my God. What does the Bible say? It says, if we ask anything according to his will, which is his word, he hears us. Father, I pray that we always have Bible to back up our request, that we always have scripture to back up our request. Do not let us be unlearned people just walking around babbling a bunch of words that won't be heard because there's no word attached to what we asked for. In Jesus' name. What does the Bible say, Crystal? The Bible says this. It says, if we ask anything according to his will, which is his word, he hears us. Father, we take great comfort in knowing that what we've been doing for the last 44 minutes, you hear us. You hear us, God. We do not have to worry about whether you hear us or not. Because we've attached word to everything that we've asked for, to everything that we've petitioned for, to everything that we've said. You hear us. You don't turn a deaf ear to us. You don't turn your head away from us. You hear us. You hear us. You hear us. Can you just really study in the comments? He hears me. That's to be comforting to you. Because out of all the billions of voices, he says, but I heard yours, though. I heard yours, though. I heard yours, though. I heard yours, though. I heard you. Here's the next part of this verse. Here's the next part of this verse, Cheryl. Next part of this verse says, and if we know that he hears us and whatever we ask, listen to this. This made me shout yesterday. We know that we have the requests that we have asked of him. Pay attention to the tense of the scripture. It doesn't say, and we know that we will have. It doesn't say, and it's on the way. It doesn't say, and it's coming. It says, we know that because he heard us, we have the requests that we have made of him. So, Father, here's what we pray. Since we know that we already have it, 
We ask for it to manifest in front of our faces. Since we know that we already have it, we ask that the factory would work its process and do what it needs to do and get it in our hands. Father, let us hold it in our hands. Come on here. Father, let us see it with our own computers. Let us see it on our own text messages. Let us see it in our own emails. Let us drive in it. Let us live in it. Let us get the keys to it. Let us see it. Since we already have it, we pray, God, that it would manifest for us now, speedily, quickly, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Guys, I cannot stress to you um, the importance of both of yesterday's messages because at the 11.15, I began um, talking about how prayers affect you, but I used fast food, going to fast food drive-thru uh, as an analogy to show you what happens when you pray for something. When you pray for something, heaven says it's done. So let's just use this little Apple TV remote. You pray for, Lord, I just believe me for an Apple TV. In Jesus' name, heaven says it's done. Let's be specific, Apple TV remote. Heaven says it's done. So as far as heaven's concerned, this is what we're building. Now, if I was to take this remote apart, watch me, it has to be built in stages and steps. That's called process. But as far as heaven is concerned, listen to me, Christina, as far as heaven is concerned, listen to me, Linda, as far as heaven is concerned, this is done and it's yours. This is done and it's yours. It's not a question if this is yours or not. When you prayed for it, heaven said, this is yours. Now, we got to go build it. We got to go make it happen. We got to go make it happen. Um, if we were to take the layers apart, there's microchips that are in here. There's some type of motherboard that's likely in here. There's some type of infrared uh, a sensor uh, uh, that's in here. There's all of these pieces that are in here that comprise what you, what you cried out for. All right, and that's called the factory. It's producing what you prayed for. Listen to me, we're gonna cover this in prayer. Everything you are dealing with right now is producing what you prayed for. I'm going to say it again. Everything you are dealing with right now is producing what you prayed for. Can I say it a third time? Can I get four of y'all to say, say it again, Bishop? Everything you are dealing with right now is producing what you prayed for. The longer the factory process, the bigger it's going to produce. Father, I pray that we don't sway in delay. <laughs> I pray that we don't deny in delay. I pray that we don't let delay make, think us, make us think that it's denial. I pray that we don't let delay make us think that you have said no. You have already said, come on here, yes. And the promises of God are yes. And amen. You have already said yes. God does not hate you over here on TikTok. He does not hate you. That's not, you know, I know he doesn't hate you because he got you on here right now. This is your intervention. You have already said yes. Now there's a process in order for the factory to produce what we've prayed for. But Father, we say thank you because we will not be deterred because of the process. The longer it takes, the bigger it's producing. The longer it takes, the more it's producing. In Jesus' name. How many feel like there's some areas of your life where there's been delay? Wave at me. Wave at me. How many feel like there's some areas of your life 
where there's been delay. Wait a minute. I'll wait. Just so everybody you feel like there's been delay. Hear me. Delay doesn't mean denial. And sometimes part of your delay, um, depending on what you order, I remember ordering um, a particular uh, um, uh, electric vehicle. And I would, if I listen to me very carefully, I wasn't used to that process. I was used to listen to me carefully. What I wanted, this is going to make me shout. Oh my God, I'm about to run. Yesterday, I ran at that 1115. I ran off that stage at that Grape Street at 1115. I wasn't used to that process because I was used to a process that what I wanted was on the lot. If I listen, what if because of what you prayed for, it, watch me, it's being customized and custom built for you. You didn't just pray for any type of relationship. You gave God this list. Y'all better talk to me. So he had to go customize exactly what you prayed for. Y'all better talk to me. You didn't just pray for a little business. You prayed that you would have a million dollar business. He had to go, he had to go get that ready. Y'all better talk to me. You didn't just pray for a basic family. You prayed that your family would be a dynasty and that everybody in your family, that y'all would leave an inheritance and wealth. You, what you prayed for ain't on the lot. Y'all better talk to me. This is going to make me shout. It's not on the lot. So consequently, Brian, I was used to, you know, um, you know, I, whatever I wanted, it was available. So I get in and do the, you know, do the deal and then bring me my cop. That's the way I was used to it. But this, listen, listen, Mel, this thing here, they said, oh, no, you have to order that. You have to order that. And because you have to order that, um, this is going to require a custom bill. It's going to be the color you want. It's going to be the features you want. It's going to have the color caliper that you want on the brakes. Everything's going to be customized for you. You ready? But it's not sitting on the lap because it's for you. When you pray, which is, that's what it means to, to ask. That's what the word pray means, to ask. God says, I am customizing something for you, and you're not used to this process because you're used to getting what everybody else gets. But in the second half, I'm going to give you what everybody else can't have. All right, got to stand up. Got to stand up. Got to stand up. You're used to getting what everybody else gets. But in the second half, I'm going to give you what nobody else has. This thing is custom for you, which means you may not be used to this process. You may not be used to this process because you are used to just going to the lot and getting it. But this is custom. This is going to be the best. You prayed for this to be the best half of your life, which means this thing has to be customized. So this thing, this process is not going to be as quick as you're used to. This is going to take some time. And I literally, I think I ordered that thing in January and it didn't show up until June. Did you hear me? It took a whole six months. And I'm like, what is taking so long? What are y'all doing? What is this? Like, come on. But, but it was being custom built for me. I pray for every person that's experiencing any type of delay right now that you would recognize that what God is building and doing for you, it is custom. James 4, 2, you have not because you ask not, but when you're going to get what you prayed for, when you're going to get what you asked for, it is going to require a process to build it. It is being built for you. The position is being customized for you. It didn't exist when you prayed for it. 
He had to create it. The person that was going to favor you didn't work there yet. He had to get them to get the job that was going to create the position for you. God is working behind the scenes. God is working behind the scenes on our favor. God is working behind the scenes. Can you put that in the comments? God is working. God is working. God, you're working. And we will not interrupt your work with our worry. We will not interrupt your work with our negativity. We will not interrupt your work with our doubt. We will stop. I hear this. I hear this. We will stop shutting the factory down because we're frustrated. Who is that for? God, we will stop shutting the factory down because we are frustrated. Every time we curse what we what we prayed for, we shut the factory down. Every time we worry, we shut the factory down. Every time we get negative, we shut the factory down. We will not shut the factory down because we are frustrated. In Jesus' name, who needed that? Stop shutting the factory down. I ain't looking no more. If you don't get back on that website and look again, who's that for? I'm not checking no more. If you don't go get back on that website and check again, every time you operate that way, you shut the factory down. But here's what I love. Here's our shout. We got to go. Wow. It's 755. We got to go. Here's our shout. That just because you shut the factory down, watch me, it doesn't mean that you always have to go back and start the process over. Watch me. When we repent, it picks right back up from where it was. So we repent tonight, God. This is how we end prayer tonight. We repent tonight, God. Repent. Repentance is more than apologizing. Repentance says re, again, pent, top, penthouse. Think of a penthouse. We get back to the best version of ourselves. We repent tonight, God. We repent tonight, God. We repent tonight, God. We repent tonight, God. We uh, repent, repent, back to the best version. It's an about face. We about face. I hear the Lord saying, some of you, you are about to walk away when you need to walk back towards. Woo. You are about to walk away from your vision when you need to walk back toward your vision. You are about to walk away from your promise when you needed to walk back to your promise. You will want to walk away from the warfare when you need to turn around and walk back right toward the warfare. Because when you walk up on the warfare, I heard the Lord say he's going to clear it for you. It's going to be like Goliath. All you have to do is show up. All you have to do is show up. You're not going to actually have to engage the warfare. You just have to be present for the warfare. And for that, we say thank you. We repent, God. Start the factory. We repent, God. Let the factory produce quickly, quickly what we have prayed for, quickly what we have asked for. Listen, we have three minutes left. If you know someone right now that's a Christian that you want to be their backup in the spirit tonight, that's called supplication. That's the second type of prayer. Number one is to pray. That's what you do for yourself. Number two, supplication. That's what you, when you pray for another Christian. And number three, we already did that intercession. That's when you pray for somebody that can't go to the Lord on their own. Well, Bishop, who does that? John 9, 31 teaches us that anyone that's not saved, the only prayer that they pray that's heard is the prayer of salvation. So tonight, if you know somebody that needs some backup in the spirit, you just want to be their backup. If you don't know anybody to be their backup, be my backup tonight. Can you drop their initials? If you're going to be my backup, put type BKF in the comments or tag somebody. Um, if you want to pray for their business or their nonprofit or their organization, you put their, their, uh, that name or you tag them in this father. Um, we are their backup in the spirit. What does that mean? 
Father, we make supplication for them. Whatever prayers they have before you, whatever petitions they have before you, God, we back those things up tonight. Meaning we give them support. We give them encouragement. We pray that the strength they need, let them feel us praying for them. Let them feel, woo, let them feel us praying for them. Let something shift in them, God. And we sow back up into them. We sow agreement into them, believing that as we sow that into them, somebody's going to sow that back into us. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen right there. Listen, guys, um, last three things. Again, if you don't have our app, get our app. Text Harvest to 55498 to get our app. It's pinned on both of these platforms. It's at the bottom of the screen for those who watch me on YouTube, Facebook, our app, Twitch, website, all of that. Um, if prayer bless you tonight, I want to encourage you to sow into it. Always bless what blesses you. I'm a sower. I'm a giver. Never be mad at somebody's harvest if you didn't say their, see their seed. You give seed to the sower. And so you always want to bless what blesses you. I want to encourage you to do that. Our seed tonight, um, and here's what we don't want to call um, this seed tonight. This is the name of this seed. This is going to be our prayer seed because um, we really focus on prayer tonight and, uh, and what we do in prayer and how we pray, et cetera. Our prayer changes things. And prayers a factory. We're going to call this seed tonight our prayer seed. Uh, and tonight, here's the seed that I want to challenge us all to sow. I want to challenge us all uh, to sow this seed. And we're going to attach it uh, to Scripture. You know, I always want to attach what we sow uh, to Scripture. I want us to sow this um, from 1 John chapter 5. From 1 John chapter 5. And here's what you're going to do. Whatever you're going to sow, uh, I want to challenge you to do one of two seeds. You either do 25 or you do 50. You do 25 or you do 50. For First John chapter five, you do twenty five or you do fifty, and you're just gonna call it your prayer seed, right? How can you sow that? You can use Cash App, Dollar Sign Bishop Formal with the number two. You could use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, uh, or um, or PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of that's available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. You can also use um, badges over here on Instagram and so. But if it blessed you, I want to encourage you to sow one of those two seeds. If it's I don't have that, get as close as you can. You may say, Bishop, I want to sow more than that. Great, sow more than that. You can always sow more, um, but um, we are sowers. We are givers. And I'm a sower. I'm a giver. Just so you know, anytime I talk to you about a seed, I sow that seed. And normally I double whatever I mentioned to you because I'm the type that I want to see double. Like, I, I just like, I've always been that way. If everybody else got like two, I was like, okay, God, well, then I'm four. If everybody else got like three, I'm like, okay, great. Well, give me a little something extra. I've always been that way. Uh, just call it favor. I've always had a favor mentality, so you can do that. Lastly, if you're on here tonight and you're not a Christian, woo, tonight's your night. God came to get you. I know there was an individual that was over here that was struggling and feeling like they, they, their life wasn't worth living. But I rebuke the spirit of suicide. I rebuke the spirit of suicide. I rebuke the spirit of feeling like there is no hope for you. Romans 5, 5 says there is hope. If you're on here tonight, you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. When I count the three, you just do the hand of the emoji, whatever platform you're on. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. One, two, three. You respond right away. The cash app is dollar sign bishop form with the number two. Can somebody type it over there? Or dollar sign bishop form with the number two at the end. Wherever you're at, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, do the hand of the emoji or say it to me. Wherever you are at, no guilt, no condemnation. Thank you, Tanisha. No shame. Wherever you're at, if that's you, tonight's your night. Tonight is your night. Do not miss your moment. God is coming to get you. What do you mean coming to get me? Think about it. You're on social media on a Monday night. 
For some of you, this is your first time watching. For some of you, this is maybe your first, second, third time watching. God strategically set this thing up to come get you tonight. There's two. Wherever you are at, wherever you are at, there's no place where you can be too far from God. Bishop, you don't know the mistakes I've made. You don't know the junk I've done. To be honest, it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Um, there's no place too low where the blood of Jesus cannot flow. Bishop, I still got a lot of mess I'm involved in. Great. You, you a perfect candidate. You, you a perfect candidate. Jesus always showed up to the messiest of situations and turned the messy situations into messages. You're the perfect candidate. He loves you and he loves you unconditionally. I see you over there on YouTube. I got you. There's three. Wherever you are at, wherever you are at, do that hand movement. There's four. I see you. Wherever you are at, there's five. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. I know your situation is messy. That's why tonight you got to give your life to the Lord. You, you got to recommit yourself to the Lord. Something's about to break off of you, Aaron. Something's about to break off of you. Something's about to break off of you. Something's about to break off of you. There's a reason you're on here tonight. There's a reason that even in what you said, you're still on here tonight. And people started sending you comments. People started sending you comments. I pray that the heaviness that you've been under, that that break, and not just you, but anybody. I pray that the mental torment you've been under, that that would break. The thoughts keep replaying. They're six. They're replaying over and over and over and over and over again in your head. I pray in the name of Jesus, the strong name, the name of the breaker, Perizim, the Lord of the breakthrough. I pray that tonight, that that thing break off of you in the name of Jesus. I pray for everybody that's dealing with that. I don't need you to do the hand with emoji because um, we're still letting people give invitations. But if you've been dealing with tormenting thoughts, just type my mind in the comments. There's eight. If you've been dealing with tormenting thoughts, just type my mind in the comments. Thoughts that are tormenting you, thoughts that keep replaying in your head. Um, there's nine. Thoughts that keep messing with you. If that's you, just type my mind in the comments. Type my mind in the comments. If you're giving your life to the Lord for the first time, recommitting yourself to the Lord or being sure, I'm about to pray for you, but there's at least two more of you that are on here. Nine have responded, but there's at least two more of you that are on here. There's at least two more of you that are on here. Where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Tawana, I pray freedom for you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I got you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I pray that the shift even begin now. The shift even begin now. The shift even begin now. I heard the Lord say for one of you, your tormenting thoughts keep coming because of a previous relationship. And there's something you have. There's 10. There's something you have. There's there's 11. There's something that you have um, that's in your home that belongs to them. You need to get rid of that. That is what literally, I don't want to get too deep. Spirits can attach to things. And although they're gone, they're, they're, the evilness of their spirit is still in your house. There's something from them that's still in your house. You need to get it out of your house. When you get it out of your house, you're gonna, it's going to be instantaneous. Mr. where's that out in the Bible? I'm glad you asked me because you know I'm going to give you a Bible. Joshua chapter 6. Joshua chapter 6. The Bible says they had accursed things. These were objects where spirits had attached to them. Spirits had attached to them. Y'all better let me up because we can get real prophetic if you want to. We can get real prophetic if you want to. Everybody pray with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. 
Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. In Jesus' name, amen. That's an amazing question um, right there. What if it's a Bible someone gave me? So guys, the, the Bible itself, it's the word that's holy, not the Bible. Listen very carefully to what I just said. Listen, please listen very carefully to what I said so you don't misinterpret it. Somebody giving you a Bible. I can remember for years, if I had a Bible and I would get a new one or something, I wouldn't do anything with the old one. It's the word that's holy, not the, the book itself. It's the word. Um, if that thing was given to you and that word just hit you, you may need to consider releasing that. You may need to consider releasing that. It's the word that's holy, not the book. Does everybody understand that? Please don't misunderstand what I just said. Please don't misunderstand what I just said. Um, you could have somebody that, that's even, there's one of you, I can even describe the shirt. It's a white shirt. It's got like a montage of designs on it, uh, uh, or collage rather, excuse me, of designs on it. This is the shirt you were given. And the truth is you didn't think it was a big deal. Who are you? Wait a minute, who are you? What platform are you on? Um, what platform are you on? God says there's a spirit that's been that's literally attached to that shirt. It's attached to that shirt. Wait a minute. Who are you? Where are you at? Come on, do it quickly, guys. It's 807, and I got to go burn off that pizza. <laughs> I got to go burn that pizza off. Where are you at? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Where are you at? Um, and so even though you may think it's not a big deal, let me just teach you guys. I see your hand right here. Um, I see you. Let me just say this to everybody. Um, one of the things that there's a good principle and a good practice, anytime anybody gives you anything, here's a great principle and practice. You cover it in prayer. Anytime anybody gives you anything, you cover it in prayer. What does that look like? Somebody says, I just want to bless you this remote. Amen. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, I bless this remote. I pray that any unclean spirits that are attached to it in any way, shape, form, or fashion, that those spirits be released now. In Jesus' name, amen. Anytime anybody gives you anything, you got what I'm saying? You pray that over stuff that people give you. All right. Listen, guys, I got to go. If you're going to sow um, 25 or 50, whichever seed, call it your prayer seed. Again, cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Formal with the number two, PayPal, Vidmo, Zell, Givelify. That's also available. The email is hello at Harvest Church, that church. Another question that's going to come up as a result of that, somebody said, well, Bishop, do I need to throw this out or should I just pray over this thing? Um, here, here's the revelation behind that. And Joshua, what they had to do was throw it out because it literally caused them to have failures when they weren't supposed to fail. So you pray and you just ask the Lord to make that clear for you. And if your conviction is to throw it out, throw it out in the discussion. Um, if you pray over it and you're good, then you're good. Right. Um, but um, in Joshua, they literally had to throw it out. They had to burn everything. They had to burn everything attached to Achan. They had to burn. Listen, all of his family had to die. All of his children had to die. All of his livestock had to die. Everything in his house had to die because Achan caused them to have failure. So God said everything attached to them has to go because they're, they're the reason you're failing. That's a revelation for some of y'all because some of your failures, watch me, they didn't come because of you. They came because of what was attached to you. I got to go. 
Love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow for the pop-up. Text Harvest to 55498 to get our app for the pop-up. And if you just gave your life to the Lord or recommitted yourself to one of the 10, I need you to text Harvest to 55498 and enter the option for salvation so we can get you a message called What Next that's going to show you what to do next now that you've given your life to the Lord. I know we went 10 minutes over, but I pray that it blessed you tonight. I love you guys. Shalom. Bye-bye. TikTok. Aaron, you still on here? You will live and not die. I need you to shoot that text. There's a word for you. All right? Love you guys over here. Shalom. Since 1981, Unbound has connected people like you with families worldwide on their self-directed paths out of poverty. A brighter future is possible for these families when we all walk together. Sponsor a child today and you'll help a family take the first steps on their path. Change their future in just one click. Start walking with your new friend today at unbound.org slash walk. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.